The following content combines crude language and deeply problematic, off-the-cuff takes for the purpose of delving into topics that someone else can probably discuss way more articulately. It's like three over-caffeinated chimpanzees playing operation. Remember, no one deserves to be punished just because some ideas are stupid. Let's investigate that. Did that trigger you? Yeah, but not in any way that makes any logical fucking sense whatsoever. You can see a terrible idea. And I feel like I made a mistake. You know, actually, I do have a funny, a, a funny thing about sex moves. But it's not like, and it's not like you can just do a sex move whenever you want. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Were there any uh, major life events like fistfights or lottery winnings or conflagrations? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely nothing. It was a okay. completely uneventful week. Yeah. Can I share vulnerably? Sure. Uh, I, all summer long, I wear shorts, typically. And this causes people to remark about my legs being red and saying I got a sunburn, which is an asshole thing to do because it turns out I don't have a sunburn. I have a medical condition that causes my legs to be red. So now I find myself explaining this to people like four times a week all through the summer. So can we raise a campaign for white guy, red leg sensitivity awareness? I got two words uh, for you. No. Business cards. Oh, like I could get paid right, for having my... red legs? No, no, no. Like right, my... you just make a little business card explaining your medical condition and then see this shit <laughs> they're like right. we'll have to save that video for when we have a patreon oh yeah yeah so you can yeah. people can see the the, the tussies actually i should just sell them on ebay or on OnlyFans or something but yeah no so what i'm saying is you get a business card explaining that and then if somebody comes and bothers you you just take it out and chuck it at them oh i, I mean well I... okay you whip it at them but <laughs> <laughs> I just if somebody starts to comment about my sunburns, I'll just whip it out. Yeah. Just okay. whip, yeah. Just whip one out and throw it at him. Yeah. Here, read this. Mm-hmm. You insensitive commenter. How dare you? Yeah. So anyway. I thought I thought we were past worrying about the color of people's skin. Yes. Oh, I want to say that too. That should be at the top of the business card. I would know I'm colorblind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it turns out one of the things that can happen is that the uh, valves in your like capillaries and, and arteries and shit, they can get weak and not close all the way, which causes blood to kind of stay stay down there where gravity is holding it so usually there's these valves that allow it to kind of progress upward back up towards your heart and shit so my valves aren't closing all the way the doctor said that uh i need to put my legs up multiple times a day to compensate for this or exercise a lot so the muscles will squeeze the blood back up or wear compression socks guess which one i'm least likely to do Oh, I, I see you as a compression sock sandals guy. Do you? I can see you wearing com- compression socks and sandals. I see you as uh, well. I mean, okay, you don't have a like you don't have a boss. You're your own boss. But yeah. I mean, 
you have a medical excuse to put your feet up. Yes. So at any given moment, somebody could walk into your office and you could be there with your feet up on your desk and you have a legitimate reason to do it. You're not flexing. You're not showing off. Like you, you have to do it for your health. Well, actually, I have multiple yeah. legitimate reasons to do it because in my job, it's helpful for me to convey that I'm relaxed. So, you know, that's a, what better way to do that with than with Hawaiian shirt and feet on the desk. That's yeah, and, when I, and sandals. Yeah, when I worked at the psych hospital, that was like the main tool in my toolbox was projecting a relaxed attitude. So I just I carried a book around all the time, so it looked like I was like ready to slack off at a moment's notice. There you go. So Jeff, I think in our long history, the the fact that you see me as a compression socks and sandals kind of guy, trying to decide if that's the worst thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> uh, probably since favorite. I turned 18, yeah. Yeah. Well, probably, I, definitely the worst thing that he said, not out of anger, probably. Right? <laughs> yeah, just out of pure, like, sociopathic, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just careless. It's, yeah, it's one thing to be stabbed. Pure desire a, to hurt. Yeah, it's it's one thing to be like stabbed in a fury. It's another thing to just be like just coldly, just one up in the back. Just well, I will disclose, <laughs> as embarrassing as it is, that what I do wear is regular socks that are probably a little bit too small, pulled all the way up, so that they leave the compression, you know, dense. Yeah. When I take them off, I can see the you know constriction has been there um yeah and sandals so oddly you know i would have predicted that uh compression socks is the least likely i would do followed by exercise and then the most likely thing i would do is put my feet up mm. in truth i actually exercise more than i put my feet up which is really i could not tell yeah thank you I, like <laughs> <laughs> See, you're only seeing me from the nipples <laughs> up. Uh, I'm not skipping leg day. I'm skipping nipples up day. Yes, I was just about to say you're skipping nipple day. <laughs> well, you want you want the blood to go up and it would be squeezed from the muscles up. You don't want it, the muscles up top, to squeeze back down. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's really is. If you're only leg day, you want a musculature that look, makes you look like a weeple. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Today's word of the day is musculature. Mm -hmm. you What's musculature in German? Muskulatur. I I do what that's one of the things I love about German is that a lot of the words just sound like English with some stank on them. Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy shift over. Mm -hmm. Do the German words sound like English with stank on them, or do English words sound like German words that have been wussied up? Probably depends on which German you ask. They're like boneless German words. The English words are like boneless, boneless German, German words. words. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Today I was reminded that the people of East Germany took down the Berlin Wall. Mm. Like, how fucking cool is that? Like, it wasn't a politician or something that says, you know what, we don't need this anymore. Like it wasn't some treaty that was signed. It was like they just showed up at the wall and started hacking at it. And the soldiers were like, you know, I probably shouldn't shoot them this time. Like that's the whole story. 
I don't know nearly enough about that. I did not know that. I assumed Ronald Reagan did it. No. No. He asked Gorbachev to do it, but Gorbachev did not show up. Right. Any. Perhaps that speech emboldened some of the citizens with sledgehammers and pickaxes. Yeah, they probably showed up, looked around, they were like, well, Raven, Reagan and Gorbachev aren't here, but we might as well just get started. They'll show up. I just picture Reagan showing up after, like, the day after and being like, oh, I thought it was today. Yeah. Oh, totally <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I missed it, guys. <laughs> next time. Next time you move, let me know. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, Love it. Did you guys hear about uh, Nancy Reagan? Mm, so times earlier in life, but not today. Oh, apparently if she gave legendary head. I've heard that. Wait, like according to a lot of like Hollywood executives, it was that's German for legendary heads. Yeah, yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, get it? (laughs) You heard me typing. Yeah, I I assumed that was just a meme to make fun of Republicans, but no, it's apparently it's it's absolutely true. How, like, interesting. There's no she's, way she was famous. That's huh? absurd. That's whack. See, I you don't, okay, you don't think so. Everybody thinks that it's about shaming, but absolutely not. Like, I thought that there was nothing admirable about Nancy Reagan. Okay. <laughs> you found the one thing. Yeah, one <laughs> redeems thing. her completely. Redeems her. That is relatively <laughs> subjective, though. It's quite I mean, subjective. Yeah, lots of things are. Yeah, I mean, whoever decided yeah, but, this is legendary head may have had no, no, no experience of. You're well, missing the point. The point is that uh, if she gets a reputation for it, that means she was really invested. She tried really hard, and it's the effort that is being rewarded, not the skill. I mean, apparently the skill was out of this world, also. But you know what I think? I think what it actually means. It is that she donated her husband's head somewhere to a museum. Okay. <laughs> and then somebody just misinterpreted that. Like she gave legendary head of Ronald Reagan. It was, a, it was an auto, auto mistake, uh, autocorrect yeah. mistake. You yeah. know, <laughs> the worst paper telephone. Yeah. No, there's no reason for anybody to have that information. Therefore, well, but like you well, think about like LB, LBJ had a monumental cock, and we know about that. That's a thing. It's part of history. The urban legend and rumors about that, but like again, it's no information that nobody needs, and so therefore we. Yeah, but, well, okay, but, but like he, his, his tailor said it. Yeah, and look at his the ta- look at the the list of people who are who are saying that LBJ had a big dick. And that Nancy Reagan was good at sucking dick. It's too bad they were in different generations. I guess. Why? Well, no. They I might mean, different generations, but they they're probably alive at the same time at one point, but they weren't really. But all I'm saying though is that nobody's coming out and claiming the opposite. Wait, say that again. Nobody is coming out and claiming the opposite. Like nobody's coming out being like, I saw LBJ's mm. dick and it was not big. Yeah, just like nobody it's... denied that Donald Trump's dick was shaped like a mushroom. Right, it's unanimous. 
You know, that's true. <laughs> among people willing to comment. Unequivocal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's that's called a consensus, right? I think that is called the Bivens razor. <laughs> invented a new uh, philosophical axiom. The Bivens razor. As long as those who are willing to comment all say the same thing. It's true. Well, in that case, let me tell you a few things about my dick. <laughs> it's not shaped like a mushroom, but it does have fungus growing on the side of it. Well, yeah, I actually that. Texture. No, that's I made that up just to be clear for the public. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually not imagining. <laughs> <laughs> It's also, it's not, thankfully, this medical condition does not have the same effect uh, north of the knees. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that would be bad if there wasn't any backflow. How did you get a sunburn on your dick? Did you know there's a practice people engage in of sun tanning the taint? Yes. Yes. Yes, I've heard of that. I, if I didn't have a conscience, I would I would love to sell snake oil to people because there's there's such a market for it. Like people setting their taint and grounding and those well, little stickers. You, you were the one that came up with the revelation. But yeah, insurance. the rapture, rapture pets. And did yes. I tell you yeah. that someone has done it? Really? Someone did it. I oh, should have done that. If I wasn't a coward, that's unfortunate. I would have done it. So speaking of revelations and rapture, uh, dead people. Yeah. Somebody wanted to talk about dead people. Yeah, you know, I was thinking dying. Yeah. about the uh, thinking about the oncoming apocalypse and how we'll have to discover or invent more advanced ways of grieving and processing corpses than what we have now. As you know, things continue to get worse in the world, according to some people, that's what's likely to happen. And if that's true, then we are going to be faced with like a lot of death and therefore a lot of reasons to really up our game when it comes to funerals and well corpses honestly uh i think that we should look at this like if we apply bivens razor to it then we know that it is not going to happen because there's opposition to the idea that the world's going to end so can't be true well, even if the world doesn't end per se, you know, what are the odds that like, say two thirds of humanity gets wiped out in a, in a hundred year span? That there's a, there's yeah, uh, an increasing rate of mass casualty events. Right, right. So I will, I will say, and I'll admit, I hate it when people do this when I bring something up, but I'm going to kind of sidestep the premise a little bit and point out that it is, there's kind of a narrow band of time for where we have to worry about this because uh like for example look at what happened during covid where uh we were holding dead bodies in refrigerated trucks outside the hospital because we didn't have enough room or like infrastructure to process all the corpses it wasn't there, we, by the way it was the italians and the new yorkers and i think that's the list uh, it's not we I, I, I wouldn't have done that. I would have thrown it in the river. But anyway, it's society. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's our like there were there were areas of the country, so it was we. There were areas of the world, so it was we. 
It was us. It was humanity. So where was it? Is that the the D Daniel corollary to the Bivens uh, razor? <laughs> <laughs> what that it's if it's us that it's, it's if it's humanity that it's us. Yeah, it's one, if one person does it or says it, then everybody it represents everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> Just as much in as much as that, like we're all in this together. Uh, yeah, well, like if if that was happening here where I live, I would not have changed that. Like I would not have done anything to make that not the way it worked. So I think I'm comfortable saying we because what the hell am I going to do to fix it if that happened here? Right, right. So, but, but what I'm saying though is. Uh, so we've already had had an event like that where our our systems had some bottlenecks. Let's just say that, right? Uh, eventually, there the mass casual, mass casualty events are going to pile up so fast that there's not going to be enough people to handle it, and then eventually the bodies are just going to be decaying in the streets. So there's there's a narrow I would I would say fifteen to twenty year span of time where we're going to have to worry about this. I, I really hope I die first because I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> you don't know the responsibility of like, man, somebody should do something about all these corpses as you. Yeah, know. yeah, like. Wait, should we... somebody somebody should give these corpses a job? Should we? Yeah. Should we, wait, should we mention like a disclaimer? Like, hey, everybody, the the listening audience, we're going to be talking about uh, death, dying, and. Uh, you know stuff around that so yeah, this episode I'll, if it'll bother you i'll work that into the i'll work that into the pre sounds good pre intro yeah, i think jeff did that when he said so did somebody want to talk about death oh okay good good and then like that's a signal for like somebody to switch off the pod actually the signal for somebody yeah. to switch off the podcast was when i started talking yeah um, yeah great. one of the one, my legs one of the true one of the true crime podcasts podcasts that I listen to, uh, they have gold star episodes. So if they say that this is a gold star episode, uh, you know it's going to deal with some particularly heinous shit. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And there's a movie review podcast, or or like the, one of those bad movie podcasts, and they, uh, if they ever review a like a family movie, if it's a G rated movie, then it is a like X rated episode. You guys watch, <laughs> watch Mojo videos on YouTube? Like watch Mojo? The, yeah. The, yeah, the countdowns? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can tell when they're Very in rarely. shit when it's not a countdown. Mm. And they're listing them. Because <laughs> like, how tasteless is it <laughs> to put these incidents <laughs> of cannibal, cannibalism in some kind of order? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I love that. But uh, anyway, to get back to the, the topic, I have I have lots of thoughts about uh death dying and like the culture around it i think that we need to uh we're, we're as americans we're too like removed from death it needs to to have like a you think so i think so yeah also too removed from like a lot of things having to do with the body like we are probably the most divorced from the body cohort of human beings in human history maybe the last hundred years of us or so like a Victorian era. Like you're thinking about how for how much of human humanity throughout history has been, we all live together in the same room and like, yeah. it, you know, we go to, we go to bed and people are fucking over there. And like, so sex is normalized. And then that dead body is going to be taken out mm -hmm. tomorrow and, you know, bring out your dead. And like, 
the bathroom is a can or a bucket in the corner. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Well, and even like in Victorian times, like if somebody in one of those big fancy dresses wanted to take a shit, they needed somebody to be there and help them. Okay. Oh, anyway, were you making a point? I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's, I mean, I understand the objection because uh, like Americans are intimately equated with like a sudden violent a sudden violence and the idea that they they could be killed at any time i feel like a lot of americans are uh but as far as dealing with someone dying especially na like natural death i don't think that americans are really i don't think our culture has a, a place or a, a place for it those feelings not a very not a very helpful or cavernous or spacious place for it yeah yeah um the word corpulent does not get used enough in my opinion uh it's mainly used on sat prep literature and nowhere else and i find that unfortunate actually i read a translation of Cyrano de bergerac one time that used the word corpulent i believe and Interestingly, it doesn't have to do with corpses. If anybody doesn't know the word, meaning of the word corpulent, it basically means fat. But it, yeah. it, it's uh, the word it fork in it. Like, so, you know, it has to do with the body, but I wish it had something to do with like a fat, bloated, like dead body that was taking on too much water, you know? <laughs> like that corpse is corpulent. Or... The bloating associated with a drowned body. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what corpulence should mean. We're definitely going to go so, start this episode. Do you think? Uh, do you think that the the rise of procedural crime television has been part of this problem? Because when you're watching like Criminal Minds and you're watching a serial killer every week, like that, that does that make us further from death or does like does that desensitize us or does that make us more aware of it um i i think so but i want to i feel like i want to make a distinction between the moment of death and someone being dead you know what i mean like the the actual like moment of dying i feel like is is something that we're very acquainted acquainted with in american society is like all of our media um we use it in our language a lot. Um, like we're obsessed with with mm. uh, killing and killing and dying in that way. But um, I think that the big problem is that we don't we don't really process what comes after, which is kind of like turn a blind a blind eye to it. Well, except a lot of major religions have been for thousands of years obsessed with what comes after. Oh, you mean like what comes after for the rest of us? Yes. All right. The people who are still alive, yeah. All right. Yeah. Especially like in the in the time like say a week plus after. Like we have a few things we do for people in the week following a death, maybe two weeks. And then after that, you're on your fucking own, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think about uh like other cultures where they do celebrate the dead. Uh, and I'm completely ignorant about how it would feel to be in one of those cultures, but 
I wonder if maybe that it has a uh, an impact. Well, I've seen Coco like three times, mm -hmm. so I feel qualified to talk about uh, Hispanic culture, specifically Mexican culture around the dead. All right. That, that's great. it. I'm, yes. I'm not actually going to say anything about it. I just wanted to put my credentials oh, out there. I was, I was, I was really hoping that you were going to follow through on that. No, no, God. There's a church actually near where I live that has a sign out in front of it that says "Grief Share Sundays at 3 p.m." Hmm. And uh, I'm glad that that's there, even though I don't know what it is or what it's like. But there's probably a few things out there. But that doesn't yeah, get us should, to the main thing I wanted to talk about, which is what are we going to do with all these bodies? Um, in addition to, Sheriff, how are we going to improve the resources for grief? Okay. But, you're talking about logistics. I, I, You know what? I'm down for this. Let's you know what? Actually, I'm thinking both. And now that your comment a moment ago about how we're so removed from death and like the, the just the experience of it directly, um, you know, it, it actually maybe is connected to uh, the ability to grieve, like, and to grieve in a healthy way. If we're, I don't want to say, like, constantly afflicted with death and everybody around us is dying all the time, it's going to help us just kind of get over loss better. But it, it maybe there's a layer of the grieving process that, um, that, that would be improved if we were just around... Like if we all worked at a crematorium or a funeral home, like I wonder if people who work in those environments, when they themselves experience loss, if there's something about it that is, um, I don't want to say easier, but um, smoother. I don't know if that allows them to come to acceptance yeah. on certain ways that others of us wouldn't. I mean, you have to have a dark sense of humor to work in one of those places, so that probably helps. Yeah, or you you either develop, you either have one or you develop one. Yeah, yeah. I would think. But, well, actually, I guess to go back a little bit and again, sidestep, I was thinking about, so do you remember when the New York Times had, it was what, a hundred the first 100,000 people who died of COVID and they had the front page and they're like an incalculable loss. And then like a million more people died after that and <laughs> nothing happened. Like we, we just kind of yeah. like shut our mouths. That's, I, I think there's, I, I, I do want to get into the logistical discussion because I have some ideas, but I think a big part of that is, I, I think that's a, a really good example of what like the problem that we're facing is that, uh, we have lived, we lived through a mass casualty event. Um, and, you know, our infrastructure strained under it because we had dead bodies in refrigerated vans. But as a nation, we have not, like, had sat down and done any, like, done any sort of, like, reckoning about it. And, of course, we, we're not in that sort of position because there's a bunch of people who are denying, like, half the country's denying that it even happened. Um, yeah. Or a third of the country like a, a small very vocal minority so i think this is one of the times when we need an anthropologist um you know for example i learned recently that you know 
other cultures handle death and funerals differently than we do. Mm -hmm. uh, little known fact. And you know, different cultures throughout human history have had different rituals. In Zoroastrianism, for example, uh, bodies are placed on top of a, uh, a structure, like a tower, a little mini tower, so that the birds can get them. It's believed that the bodies, once they're without life, are tainted and can't even touch the earth because they would taint the earth. And so they um, make up some tools and they wash the tools in bull urine. I'm not making any of this up. I read it today. And uh, they wash the tools in bull urine. They use the tools to place the body on top of this mini tower. And then they destroy the tools. Like that's how much corpses are tainted in, in the view of Zoroastrians. And then the birds, you know, pick them, pick them apart. And that's that. Um, and then I read about some other place where they um, just send them out floating in the water um, on the ocean. Say, OK, bye, you're in the ocean now. Um, you probably <laughs> sink at some point, but, you know, whatever. And uh, I, yeah, I, I do love that uh, there's that universal kind of human instinct to get rid of a corpse and that revulsion of corpses. Did you ever hear the, the hypothesis that that's what the Uncanny Valley is kind of for. Oh, interesting. The what when valley? You, the uncanny valley is when, when you see something that is almost human, but not quite human. It uh, it gives you a. Uh, you see it a lot with like robots or with like that Steve CGI. Huh? You mean like Steve Buscemi? No, well, like like a, a a robot or a CGI or like bad CGI. Okay. Because it, it and it's it will give you the willies, and the, there's a hypothesis that it's um, to it's our lizard brain react like treating it as if it's a corpse. That's why the zombies are scary. Yeah, I have that reaction to Steve Buscemi. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, he's a goddamn real. national treasure. You take that back. Yeah, he volunteered on 9-11. Right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I feel sad saying that because all indications are he's a tremendous human being, mm -hmm. um, or almost human being. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So we're not going to put them on little towers. I don't think uh, mm -hmm. that's that's also unmanageable for many hundreds of thousands of corpses. But I like the water idea because it gets us back to the word corpulent. Like we'll have mm. like corpses in that case. Well, and it's it is the most American thing to do. Just that is not our problem anymore. Just yeah. shove it out to sea, and somebody else will deal with it. Yeah, put it in the ocean. We have garbage yep. barges that way. Can you imagine if we're going to have like a giant island of swirling bodies in the middle of Pacific Ocean, like we had with plastic? The and great, yeah. Then there's going to be a little the like, great Pacific cork patch. Yeah, and then there's going to be like a little boat comes along, you know, captained by some kid from Stanford working on his master's and whatever the fuck, trying to like, with his new invention about how to clean the shit out of the ocean. It's like, we can get in these corpulent corpses out of the, you know. I don't know. I, I don't think it'll get that far because like the orcas and the, like the killer whales will destroy all the boats that are taking the corpses Have out and just eat the corpses. Speaking of orcas, what the black bears are up to lately? No. No, what? So I don't know if it's just me, but I keep seeing headlines about black bears being aggressive 
toward humans and like this article i read recently about a woman who got attacked by one and i you know recently heard another story about this like black bears are notoriously skittish and passive Mm -hmm. and will run away from humans but lately the news is starting to like there's these news articles about how they're acting like orcas like i think they're on some sort of wavelength their communication with the orcas and like the revolution is at hand yeah they're just done with our shit I, I was listening to This American Life and they, they talked to a marine biologist who the prevailing guess is that the organs are playing. It's like a, do you, okay, do you remember uh, a few months ago or maybe a few years ago now when all those, uh, you know what, it wasn't a few years ago because it wasn't during the pandemics because it was when the schools were open. Do you remember Devious Licks? Did you ever hear about Devious Licks? It was no. a TikTok trend. Mm-hmm. And the kids would go in and like, they would take a like a uh, paper towel dispenser off the wall, just like remove it from the wall and steal it from the the bathroom. And it's called that's called a devious lick. Like you you steal something from the school, like a fixture. Uh, so if this is that is basically it might be the orca version of devious licks. Uh-huh. Like they're they're so they're yeah they're is breaking it, the it... boats for fun. Are they? like really just fucking around or is it more of like a mice and men lenny situation are you saying that orcas are mentally handicapped development oh. delayed i would never say that no uh i mean we're, we're yeah, also orcas. i like goats <laughs> but orcas orcas do have a little bit of uh a sadistic streak because they they'll um they they will play with their food in the way that it can. Yeah, they're just like so that just like blows your seals. that blows your orcas will eat the corpses theory right out of the water, so to speak, because you know Shit. you can't play with a corpse in the same way. Like the cat loses interest in the mouse when it's actually dead. Did you hear speaking of weird ocean shit? Uh and another potential solution to the problem, they figured out where all the great white sharks go to fuck. <laughs> No, I did but not hear about this. Forever, for like for however long, it's been this giant mystery because like every year, all of the great white sharks would just like disappear yeah. from the ocean and then they would come back with babies. Oh. And it turns out, turns out all of the great white sharks would go to this giant underwater cave and just fuck once a year. Can you imagine? And that is being... what, and we have found the cave. Can you imagine being the shark that gets left out? <laughs> yes it's like finding it's like finding out that like all your friends are having like an orgy every weekend can you imagine riding in a shark shaped submersible down into that cave <laughs> oh that is that is playing with something I would pray for an implosion <laughs> please please where is this cave, evidently? I don't know. I didn't read the article. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that much research. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be doing a Pornhub search later, so hopefully I'll see it there. <laughs> oh. You know, as soon as they find the cave, it's going to be like OnlyFans, Pornhub, the whole nine yards, like <laughs> within hours. Yeah. Now, these are all just great white sharks. Yes. Did you know that hammerhead sharks give live birth? 
I did know that. I knew that. Did you know sometimes they'll just float around on their sides? Just because it looks like they're dead. It looks like something seriously rather just like a little cockeyed and they'll just float. They're just that hammerhead sharks? They they just do that for fun? Yeah. Like nobody really knows why they do it. It's just But think about the physics of this, like giving live birth to a hammerhead. It's a little it's a little tiny one though. And sharks, sharks don't have any bones. They're all cartilage. So mm. I'll, I'll bet a little hammerhead shark is real floppy, like a little stress ball. A little floppy? Yeah. It's like a <laughs> splurting out a tortellini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A tortellini with hammer claws on each side of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe it's not the experience I was imagining it to be. So I... I don't want to be like the downer here, but do sharks eat carrion? I, and sharks will eat anything. Sharks will eat anything. Will they? Yeah. Like there have been reports of like sharks being caught. And then when they cut them open, they find like an entire boat that they just devoured. Well, yeah. I mean, like piece by piece, they just ate the whole boat. Sure. But. Were there, well, there was probably a person in the boat. Yeah, and they just couldn't differentiate, so they just decided to eat the whole thing. Kind of like when I get a Kit Kat bar, and I'm struggling to get the wrapper open, and I just start eating the whole damn thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, who, who, who's among They're hoping to pass us. the wrapper later. Yeah, hasn't done that. Okay. Yeah. I would think, though, it would be something that they leave in the fridge and come back to over the course of a week. Like, you're not going to eat a whole boat in one sitting. I'm so hungry, I could eat a boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's it's like, it's a notorious thing about sharks is that, like, they, they will be caught and then they will just have, like, boots inside of them. Not legs, not because they ate somebody, just because they ate a boot. Oh, yeah. Although... Even the small ones... Wait, are you saying like boat go- still with an accent, or are you saying boot? Okay. Boot. They ate a boot. Like it's a boot. I'm still on the shark side here. I I have a feeling that that shark probably ate that boot on purpose because oh, yeah. the last time they ate a boot, there was a foot in it. Of course, you're on the shark side. Look, hold on a minute. None of us are anti-shark here. Let's just be clear. That's okay. That's true. Yeah. No one has to rush to the defense. We're all, we're all on the same side. We're all pulling for the sharks. Like yeah. there has been. You can easily apply Bivens razor to this because nobody has spoken out against the sharks. Therefore, everybody likes sharks. We all like sharks. We're pro sharks. Sharks are going to call, solve our corpse problems, so we better be on their side. Yeah, they need to especially. Be yeah, especially because my idea was uh, cremating just for the space. Yeah, but that's bad. Like oh, I'm just mass. what's. Why? Like, why can't like we've been doing that forever? Why not just burn every, everything? Pollution. Well, yeah, but think about if like a third of the world dies. Yeah, that's a third less stress on all of our natural resources. It's going to balance out, and in the long run, it's going to be better. Yeah. Okay. That you're okay. Just to be clear, I I want you to just give you to give you the the space to say that you are not. In favor of eugenics. <laughs> eugenics? Yeah. Well, what does that have to do with anything? That's because that's that's like step one of the pro-eugenics p- position. 
No, if they <laughs> die naturally. This is a question about what we're doing they with die? corpses, not how are we going to create corpses. <laughs> That's true. They naturally are selected out because they're members of an inferior. Yeah, oh my god. The presupposition is that there was a mass casualty event that destroyed a third of the world. Mass casualty event. Yes. You know, those of us in the in the superior race will likely survive. You know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a like a funny. People just arbitrarily pick skin color. The race. Oh, it's it's left-handed people. It could be earlobes attached and earlobes. There was a long, long time, millennia, of discrimination against left-handed people. Yeah, like it's a thing. Like. Mm -hmm. That was that was considered if you were left-handed, you were evil. Yeah. Like, that was the devil's hand. That's the hand you touch yourself with. So uh you're Wait, evil no. if you're left-handed. It never became the man the hand you touch yourself with until there was internet. And then you're using the mouse with your right hand. <laughs> yes, yes, because nobody masturbated before the internet. Not with the offhand. <laughs> left-handed. If you're left-handed. Oh. Yes, but you're saying that that's the hand that you touch yourself with. No, right-handed people, I think, throughout history up until 25 years ago, were primarily masturbating with their right hand. You know what? That's Honestly. what I'm saying. Yes, the left hand, if you are left-handed, the left-handed is the one you masturbate with. Therefore, you're evil because that's the one you touch yourself with. Oh, so you don't... Oh, okay. I wasn't following that logic, quote-unquote. I, I think I'm ambidextrous. Thank God. <laughs> is is that a dick joke? Is that like a big dick joke? <laughs> what? No, no. I like. I was. I was just thinking about it. I was, I was like, I don't always use my left or my right. I feel bad for ambidextrous people because they never get to feel like somebody else is doing it. I never feel like somebody else is doing it. Well, if you, I know that's my yeah, kind of. Oh, that defeats that defeats the purpose. Yeah. If you want somebody else, if you want to feel like somebody else is doing it, just go have somebody else do it. I have so my superpower is, is that option. I'm ambidextrous when I'm jerking off. That is the worst <laughs> because I'm not. I can't do it literally anything else with my left hand. I can't. I probably can't drink anything with my left hand. So I think it's more uh, for. It sounds like for you, it's more of a practice thing than it is actually being ambidextrous. You just do it so much with both hands or either hand that you've gotten proficient at it. That is true. Like they they do say, ten thousand hours is the the thing for life for mastery, and I am. You had that when you were sixteen. <laughs> oh, um, easily, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I was a horny little kid. You know what? Let's not talk about horny kids. That is going to be the intro. Let's That's going in the intro. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go back to talking about corpses. <laughs> let's not talk about horny kids. Let's talk about corpulent. So 
there's a way we can merge these two and i feel like it's through a joke about the catholic church but i'm not sure how to get there okay while you're thinking about that i do want to say that for some reason i feel like mass graves are the worst option for me even though they're the most economical because and this is this is the duality of dan here even though i think that a a human corpse is uh is an an empty husk of like carbon and there's there's really nothing like sacred about it i feel like that reminds me of my (laughs) ex-wife well hey (laughs) (laughs) y'all tip your ratings (laughs) i feel like uh that you should you should still show a little bit of respect for the person that it was because it was a person. All right. Well, I guess I'll start doing that since you told me to.